Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ben, and in this episode of the Smoking Hot Confessions Barbecue Podcast, we're coming to you live from the fabulous Meet in the Dilly Barbecue Festival. Hey family, hope you're well wherever you are and you got that thin blue smoke rolling. Now last week we brought you our After Dark special from Meat in the Dilly, but that wasn't all we had for you. In this episode of the podcast, we are taking you around the Meat in the Dilly festival Saturday and Sunday with a whole bunch of short interviews recorded live with various different pitmasters, all competing. For many of them, it's the, it was their first competition of the year. Now before I tell you any more about that, I do have a couple of announcements that I need to run by you. First up is that Barbicon is coming in just a few weeks' time now. It's going to be coming in July. Uh, it's uh, We're going to be kicking it off in the start of the new financial year on the advice of both my accountant and my solicitor. It will be done in the start of the new financial year, not the end of this financial year. So it's going to be coming up in July. So it's a two-day event. It's a the world's first virtual barbecue conference. So we're, we're going to be spending Saturday jumping into the backyards of different pitmasters from around the country. And on Sunday, we're going to be jumping into various different businesses, warehouses, uh, offices and whatnot of some of the most successful barbecue businesses in the country. So if you love cooking barbecue or if you've got a barbecue business, this is the weekend that you're going to want to just dedicate. Just grab yourself a carton of beer, some chicken wings, get the most comfortable chair in the lounge room, bring up Smoking Hot Confessions on your TV and just join us for that because it is going to be a great weekend. Now, if you are just at the beginning of your barbecue journey, come on over to smokinghotconfessions.com because we've got a free ebook available for you. It's the Beginner's Guide to Real Barbecue and in that, you're going to find everything you need to know to go from zero to hero in this world of low and slow smoky meat. No more burnt sausages, no more burnt steaks, no more boring food. So head on over to smokinghotconfessions.com. It's completely free. All we need is your email and your soul. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't need your email. Okay, now, if you are on Facebook, do come and join us at the Smoking Hot Confessions Barbecue Community. That's a Facebook group that we've set up. Everybody's welcome. We don't care what kind of barbecue you cook on. All the guff is left at the door. There's no riffraff in there. We just hang out, talk about barbecue. It's all family friendly. It's a really good place to uh, to spend some time on the internet in a time when there are some places on the internet that are, let's face it, they can be a bit scary sometimes. So we do a lot of work to make sure that we keep that family friendly and drama free, which is refreshing. So do come join us for that. It's a really nice place to hang out and then just spend some time with people that love barbecue as much as you do. Now, if you are on YouTube, join. Uh, please do give us a thumbs up, a subscribe, and hit that little notification bell. If you're watching on Facebook, it's a like, a comment, and a share. On IGTV, give us a cute little love heart and a follow. And if you're listening on a podcasting app, do give us a five-star rating and review, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us out. It helps Apple to know that you like the show and other people like you would also like the show and that they should send that out to them as well. Okay, so as I said, this episode today is super special. I spent Saturday and Sunday wandering around the Meet in the Dilly Barbecue Festival, meeting people that I hadn't seen in a long time and some people I was, that I was meeting for the first time, and I was looking for who had the most interesting stories. So I was looking at, uh, you know, things like who'd upgraded their pits, um, who was doing some new things, who'd released new rubs, who was... Uh, 
you know, we've got a Kids Q Nation interview. We've got some Champion Pitmaster interviews. We've got some Rub Manufacturer interviews. We've got a whole lot of different stuff here. And I'm taking you from when things kicked off on Monday morning all the way to when things closed out on Sunday afternoon. So I'm going to be taking you through the entire festival in chronological order. So it's a really cool way to experience a barbecue festival that you might not have been able to get to. But I think that's about all you need to hear from me. Let's get into it. This is the internationally awarded Smoking Hot Confessions Barbecue Podcast with your host, Ben Arnott. How long has it been since your last confession? Hey folks, this is super cool. It's half past 10. Things are just kicking off on the Saturday morning and I've got the boss man here, Rob Cosgrove. Mate, how are you this morning? Oh, nervous, uh, panicking, but stressing a little bit, but we're getting there. So. Yeah, well, you've uh, you've got quite a quite a slice of this uh, that you're taking on board yourself. So you're not only the event promoter, yep. you're also catering and yep. you're also competing. Competing as well, yeah. No, so it's lots of different hats today, but uh, I've got plenty of people helping me that you know are always here to help out. So that we'll get it done. Beautiful, yeah. So tell us about Meet in the Dilly. First of all, where are we? Uh, so we're at Cataract Scout Park, uh, which is down south end of of Wollandilly. Um, beautiful park, plenty of room. Uh, awesome place for an event like this so that's what we're trying to get it started here and hopefully go on from here every year it is a ripper of a location mate we're out here in the in the forest in the woods we've had a huge bonfire here last night night. catch up everyone after covid so yeah yeah so much fun so much fun all right so tell me um about what we're doing this weekend okay so we've got sca we've got 27 teams competing in the sca today um and 37 teams competing in the aba tomorrow so uh, big turnout, lots of big names here. Uh, I think if you to look at the leaderboard, we've probably got 15 out of say the top 20 in Australia at the moment here competing. So it's it's been a really good response. Um, I've been really happy, especially being first time promoter. I was a bit worried whether the people would come or whether the teams would actually come, but everyone's gone and backed me and come in, and everyone's been really helpful too and helped out along the way. So it's been really good. So. Yeah, mate, this is barbecue. If you build it, they will come. Yeah. 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 So you got SCA, you got ABA, and you got a Kids Q Nation competition happening yeah. as well. Kids Q as well. Um, we got, I think it's eight kids cooking this morning. That's That kicks off at 12 o'clock. Um, so that'll be good. And then there's also, I think the council, the council are coming out and doing their own little council comp twos on stage. So that, that's a bit of fun too. So the, the couple of council members coming out and cooking against each other on stage. So Now that's interesting because yeah. usually when I hear people say the council's coming, it means yeah. they're going to be doing yeah, food exactly. inspections. Yeah. And things. yeah, well, they'll be doing that too. But um, that's this morning. But they are coming tomorrow too and they're going to do a little live cook-off against each other. So just something a bit different to throw out there that I haven't seen before myself. So That's, that's beautiful though to see the council actually engaging in an event like yep. that. So well done. Yeah, the council actually were really supportive with the gig. They actually backed it and helped us get it off the ground. Um, I think a lot of it had to do was coming back from COVID and getting people to the area as well. So they've been really supportive through it. So it's been really good. Fantastic, mate. So as a first-time promoter, what are some of the biggest lessons that you've learned from this process? Um, Have more time to plan because by the time we've COVID and dates, we've been trying to get this off the ground for two years. Um, when we finally went down to it, it was like three months and we're having a comp. So we've done all this in three months. Wow. Um, that, and then getting things out earlier and advertising earlier, that's one thing that we didn't do really well. Um, like we're still chasing judges this morning to finish off because I only really got the judges released uh, two weeks ago. So the biggest thing is, is planning and prep. That's the biggest thing I've learned from it that we would improve for, for next year. But you know we're here we've got all the teams here everything's ready to go so uh, we'll get this one off the ground and just move upwards from here that's the plan so 
Beautiful, man. Sounds fantastic. And so what are you personally looking forward to the most this weekend? Um, to, for, for me, it's to, the most I was looking forward to is bringing the barbecue combat that I love to this area and showing all the people in the area what I travel around the state doing and enjoy and try and you know, build the community out here as well. So um, uh, we do other things like classes and pop-ups everywhere so and everyone's starting to get involved around here and, and even just there's actually two rookie teams that have never competed before. Um, from the local area competing this weekend. Oh, fantastic. So that's, that's what I'm looking forward to, you know, getting our community bigger and, and moving it along. That's my main goal. So Beautiful, man. Well, thanks very much for your time, and I'll let you get back to it. No worries. I've got a bit to do, so thank you. Cheers. All righty, guys, this is super cool. I've got a legend of the SCA scene here. We've got <laughs> Westy from Moist Barbecue. Mate, how are you? Awesome. It's, it's so good to just be up here and just back in it again. It, it is all good to be back together. Now, I don't think I've seen you since even 2018. I think it's been that long. It was. Yeah, and you were there. You were there when we just um, we yeah, managed to crush that comp somehow. We, we had to get up there and get first yeah. to have any kind, of champ- any kind of chance of the championship. And, yeah, got up there, got first, and just crushed it. And, yeah, you were there for the after party. I, I was. I'm, I'm surprised that you remember seeing me, actually, because uh, you, you guys were yeah, celebrating quite quite well. <laughs> it was quite a party afterwards. Was, it was. Yeah. It was a ripper, yeah, yeah. So, mate, how good is meat in the deli? Oh, it's awesome. It's, a, it's just a ripping spot. Like, yeah, good setup. Yeah, it's got, um, don't know, I don't know how to describe it, but, yeah, I suppose it's been so long since we've actually just been had, had a chance to actually get up here and see all the rest of the barbecue family. It's just been so long. Yeah. It's awesome, though. It is, yeah, it is. It, it, it's almost like Rob went, okay, how can I make this competition as Australian as possible? Yeah. And he's literally given us a home among the gum trees. <laughs> That's right, yeah. And just, yeah, the vibe, the, the setting we're here, yeah, it's awesome. Love it. So what are you up to this weekend? Uh, SCA, ABA, what are you doing? Yeah, we're doing both. we got, um, I'm doing SCA myself, Russell's doing it, teammate, Ash is helping, we've got Joel here as well. And, um, yeah, so we, we're doing two entries at SCA and then for the ABA we got um yeah just as a team all back together and just loving it and yeah excellent yeah so as a as a bit of an SCA champion tell me what are some of the uh some of the different things that you like to use I can see we've got a big table full of different rubs and things here behind us yeah we're using all different rubs we've got the um the old um the Weber barbecue just love it it's just a legend just keeps performing for us and um yeah, in terms of, well, we've got a couple of little secrets we're going to try this weekend. So, yeah, I'll let you know if they, they pan out for us or not. Fair and enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, one thing that I'm pushing for is in this uh, burger hand-in, because in the SCA you can do any kind of cooking you want. I want to see a battered, deep-fried Monte Cristo burger. <laughs> um, I haven't planned that, to be honest. <laughs> i got something slightly different done, but, yeah, I would, that, that would be incredible to see. But, yeah, the full crumbed, battered burger, yeah. <laughs> it would be very nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. So tell me, how have you been using your, your time between competitions? Practicing and just thinking. Probably overthinking things a bit, a fair bit. <laughs> but um, yeah, just, just coming up with theories. We've done a lot of practice, done a lot of stake practice. Um, even ABA, ABA kind of stuff. We've just, yeah, just really been trying to sort of dial in some flavours and some techniques. And um, yeah, like we, the last comp we did was the Geelong, where we actually judged. First time we've judged. So from that judging experience we've, we've learned and just gone right texture's king from that we just yeah, texture you need to nail and obviously the flavors were sort of yeah get them right but yeah apart from that um so we learned a lot from having that judging experience and we're just trying to apply that now into our into our next comp 
That's interesting. So judging has actually now sort of changed the way that you compete. Definitely, yeah. It, 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 it was funny to see that many categories sort of come through, like that, that much food, and then just go, all right. It was like sort of working backwards. It was like everything was just good. And then it was almost working backwards to go, all right, they're all 10s. What's not quite 10 about it? And it was it was a funny, funny experience. And from that, it was definitely a chance to sort of go, okay, here's where we're going wrong. Here's where we're not quite up there with it. And yeah, that was our way of just sort of, just yeah, that was our learn learn from it. So yeah. beautiful, man. Some some good insights there. Yeah. And so of the, I think there's four categories for the ABA this weekend, isn't there? Yep. Which one are you sort of aiming for the most? Oh, lamb, lamb is our. Lamb. That's our favourite. That's that is one that just yeah. We, it, it works well for us. Um, chicken's always been a, a good one for us. Brisket, we're actually trying a, a couple of different new techniques. And um, yeah, same as the pork ribs. So everything kind of changing up a little bit, like sticking to what we usually do, but yeah, changing it up a little bit. Just Beautiful, to... man. Sounds amazing. Look, <laughs> best of luck with it. I'll, I'll let you get back to it. Thank and uh, I, I hope to see you up on the stage. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Alrighty, folks, it's 12 past 10 on the Saturday afternoon now. We've just done the SCA steak handouts, and I've got an absolute legend here of the SCA scene. This is the 2020 SCA champion. Shane, mate, how are you? I'm good, mate. How are you today? Good. I'm happy to be here. This is absolutely fantastic. It's good to finally get back into it, isn't it? It is incredible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. So 2020 was obviously a big year for you. You took out the, the SCA yep. uh, uh, State Championship. Yep. Tell us about that. Um, oh, look, it was obviously a very long season, but yeah, we, we went out at the start of the year to give it a good crack. And we got a nice big lead early before everything got shut down, which was handy. Um, and just finished off at the end of the year. No, it was good, though. So, yeah, um, just waiting for the ring to show up now. And yeah. We can we can flaunt it. <laughs> yeah, so good, man. So does that get you an? I mean, obviously it gets you an invite to go compete in the yeah. states. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got oh, we got many invites now. So yeah, we we've been been lucky enough. I think I've won four golden tickets in the last in the last eighteen months or so. Wow, obviously, four obviously, golden tickets. Obviously, hand them down to, to everyone else because yeah, because all the ones that win now are still current. So yeah, but no, it's been we've, we've had a good run. That's awesome, yeah. So all the all the prize money then sort of goes to the cost of getting over to the states. Oh, I'd say the prize money's probably going the cost of getting to the rest of the SEAs actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, it's um. It is what it is. As soon as we're allowed to go over, we will. Yeah. We missed the worlds this year, but hopefully next year we'll be able to, to venture over. So. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Now you have a very nice looking new grill here. Tell us about yep. this. Yeah. This is the new little hasty bake. So that just come into the country. Um, uh, Boss Hog and the Duchess of Pork is bringing them in now. Um, so I, I cooked on a PK last year. This is the, the um, new little SCA edition. Um, pretty handy thing. She, she's a mean grill. Um, pretty easy to dial in. It's, uh, it's, it's very user friendly. Um, there's quite a few of them getting around now. They've been pretty popular. So yeah, getting some good results already. Yeah, they did sort of seem to uh, distribute pretty quickly around the country. Very, very much so. Yeah, I think I think everyone was waiting for them to show up. So yeah. Um, but now we've done, done a couple of comps on it now, um, and cooked beside other blokes as well. And yeah, they picked up first, first, and second down in Melbourne the other day. And like, wow, yeah, pretty handy. So, mm. so how does it work then? Is it charcoal in the bottom? Yeah, still and grill charcoal in the bottom. Yep. Yeah, you just um, you, you pull pull it down and you you fill it full of charcoal, and it's just a direct grill. So yeah, no, it works quite well. Mm. Yeah, I, I like that it's all sort of contained in one unit. Yeah. Very handy to pick up, take yeah. around. And... Yeah, nice, small, and compact. It's it's. Like you can tell by the SCA badge, it's made to travel. Yeah. 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 Um, no, so it's, um, the results are going to be good. 
So has that changed your cooking style for the steak then, moving from the PK to the hasty? Like, were you were you um, reverse searing and now you're direct searing? No, I've always direct seared. Um, I have had to change it up a little bit because the, the, the dynamics of the cook is a little bit different. Um, this one was much easier to learn than the last one, though. To oh, really? It, to dial it in was, um, yeah, it was really easy. So, um, yeah, that was one, one really good thing about it was that you jumped on it and within two cooks you had it dialed in, so... Yeah. Oh, wow. Very handy mm. indeed. Yep. Yeah, no, it was. Mm. All right. Well, look, man, yep. thanks for taking the time no to, to talk to me. I can see yep. that uh, Lucas has uh, frantically set everything up yep. behind us here, so yep. I'll, I'll let you go and help no. him get ready, Thank and good luck much. with it. Yep. No worries, mate. Thanks for the chat. Alrighty, folks, it's just gone one o'clock and something really exciting is happening. Behind us, you can see Kids Q Nation is now well underway. And with me right now, I've got the the founder of the Aussie arm of, yep. of, of Kids Q Nation, Matt Staunton. Hey, you I'm good, man. How are you? Yeah, good, good. Great to actually uh, be back post-COVID. Um, we should have had a heap of competitions last year and that sort of got squashed. So um, I think at the moment we've already got four or five back on the cards for 2021. So, And uh, good to see the kids getting back into it. Yeah, yeah. Now, for the un- for the uninitiated, just give us a bit of an idea of, of what Kids Q Nation is and how it works. Yeah, so uh, Kids Q Nation is basically a barbecue competition for the kids from 4 to 15 years old. Um, they usually do steaks. Uh, sometimes we have a few ancillaries. We've done chicken wings and hot dogs. And uh, I think we might have a dessert category coming along at a competition soon. A dessert category? That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, be, be different to see how they uh, put desserts together out on the grills. I think it'll just be like chocolate ice cream with chocolate sauce and then chocolate sprinkles, won't it? Yeah, kids' paradise. Yeah. Now, something really cool happens at the end of the year, doesn't it? Yeah, so all the, all the um, competitions and all the kids that come and compete regularly, it all builds towards um, an end-of-year um, invitational. It, for, the, for the kids, um, they also get their own points chase, so we have like um, a top 10 that sort of shifts and changes and we crown champions at the end of the year and then the kids that um, fall in that re- really high uh, end of that tier um, also qualify to go through to compete in Texas. So good, so good. So tell me how many kids we got competing here this weekend? Uh, we've got seven. We had a, a few, we had a few more. We had the last few minute dropouts from interstate unfortunately um, but we've, we do have seven here today. Seven, pretty cool. And tell me, what are they competing for? Um, trophies and prizes today. Looks like we've got some, yeah. some cutting boards and some rub packs yeah. and a couple yeah. of trophies. Lanes, and... Lanes have sent down um, a couple of rub packs for us and then there's some uh, custom chopping boards and some little trophies for the kids. Custom chopping boards from uh, Peter Ayres, furni- uh, PCA Furniture and Building. There you go. Very handy uh, business card the boss put in my pocket there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so how have you seen um, the, the Kids Q Nation grow in the last, well, ignoring the last 12 months? Let's just sort of pretend that that never um, happened. How, how have you seen good, the, good. The, the Australian community embracing it? Yeah, really well, actually. It's, it's grown fairly quickly. We've now had competitions in three states. Uh, next month, um, we actually have two competitions in Queensland as well. So it's good to see Queensland getting in there and uh, the promoters taking it up. Um, all the competitions are usually averaging 10 or more kids now where when we first started we sort of had about five regularly. 
Yeah, awesome. So it's it, it's it's building steam. Yeah, it is. It is, and it gets the kids off their iPads. A lot of the kids come to these sorts of events with their parents and sit in the tent on an iPad all weekend. But this is this gives them their moment to shine. I was going to ask, what sort of benefits um, are, are there for kids? Um, the way that it's structured, all the kids have to come and compete in one area. We've got kids that are regulars to the events, um, making friends, you know, interstate. Um, one of our competitors here today is from Queensland. Um, as I mentioned, we, we had a couple drop out that last minute, but they were supposed to come up from Vic. And um, these kids are making mates all over the country. And I, I think it teaches them things like resilience and, uh, and determination because, you know, they might not get in this time, but they know what to work for for next time. They get that feedback and it builds the, it builds resilience that a lot of kids in the iPad generation kind of aren't really getting anymore. Yeah, yeah, it does. It, um, we have we have had a few tears at, at some events, unfortunately, <laughs> no, and that's and that's just the adults, uh, which is which, <laughs> which is kind of heartbreaking to see at times. Um, but you know they're they're back at the next events and they're back up on stage because they've gone home and practiced and and changed what they do and and it pays off. So good, mate. Well, look, I I think you're doing a great thing, and thank you very much for it. Oh, good. Thanks. Got a project you'd like to work on with the SHC team? Shoot Ben an email on ben at smokinghotconfessions.com and let's have a conversation. Hey folks, it's half past one now on Saturday afternoon and things are in full swing. We've actually had to just sort of step out away from the uh, from the festival because they've got the band playing, the generators, the crowd. And lo and behold, I have a jewel, a king, a titan of the Australian barbecue scene. It's Tony Gimolero. Buddy, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Ben. Yourself, mate? You've been well? Mate, I have been busy, but I always say it's better to be busy than bored. Yeah, very good point there. Very good point to be made, I think. And you also made me feel very good with that introduction there. I feel a bit warmed up from that introduction now, so well, it's, I feel it, good. It, it's been such a long time since I've seen you. We, we were just saying uh, off camera that it's got to be Kangaroo Valley 2018. 18, yeah, that was a long time ago, man. That was, well, three years ago now, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that was my last year competing as well, so I was... Yeah. It was, it was. Yeah. Now, you basically won so many competitions, the only thing left for you to do was retire. Yeah. So what have you been doing since then? Um, since then, um, we were fortunate enough to go over and compete in the American, the Royal Association competition as well, um, as the Beard and Barbecue team. Um, and we went over there in 2019, had a bit of a holiday around the States as well and came back. Um, other than that, classes are in full swing. I'm still doing classes everywhere. Um, obviously, before the events of last year, we had to, I was doing classes in Darwin, Brisbane, Melbourne. Uh, a lot around Sydney, and that's all been, yeah, sort of slowed down a bit. But it's um, picking back up again now, and yeah, just pretty much spending my time teaching, being a dad, working, and talking about men's mental health a lot, which I, I do a lot now. So yeah. Yeah, right. I, I I have seen that. So what do you find is the connection between barbecue and men's mental health? Um, just a huge influx of men in the barbecue community, um, and also just the, you know, obviously you're spending a lot of time around barbecues. You're spending a lot of time talking to each other long times long time with with each other so pretty much that um and just the the my sort of push for men to talk more about their mental health and how they're doing and um you know no better community than a community full of men <laughs> so yeah yeah very good man you're doing some really important work there and tell us a bit about these these incredible uh beard and the barbecue classes that you're doing the classes have been the longest running classes in the country they started in 2016. um i was still new to the competition scene back then but as um I sort of started these classes as a way of, you know, you yourself, you've cooked, you cooked yourself, you know what it's like to, it's very daunting when you find a brisket and you spend all this money on it and you want to know how to do it. So my classes were sort of formulated 
on how I wanted to learn, which is be told everything from start to finish. Yeah. And it's, um, yeah, as I started in 2016, longest running class. The class hasn't changed that much since then. Still a five hour long class, five categories, and pretty much everyone has a good time and we get together and talk. And um, everyone's very confident in classes and they're confident in themselves after classes. People need that in barbecue, they need that confidence. So. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And, and as we did say before, there is that connection too with, with a real person. You can go and talk to a real person. It's not just sitting and watching a YouTube video. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah you, you are reaching out in the community and you are not, not just, they're not just connecting with yourself, they're connecting with each other. Uh, with each other so. Yeah, exactly. And there's a lot more. A lot more confidence now. Like I, I have, I have people that have met each other at, at, at classes that are now competing, or they they met each other, and you know the, the line of communication with me is always open as well. So I get a lot of people talking to me after the classes, and you know what it's like learning barbecue. Like sometimes it's four a.m. in the morning, you need to know an answer to, about something. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good to have that line of communication there, you know. So so, so there you are, folks. If it's four a.m., you got a barbecue question. Call Tony. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably not four a.m., but maybe five thirty a.m. We can we can cut it by that point. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. No, but like that being said, I am taking the classes online at some point too. Um, not 100%, there will still be in-person classes, um, but I am, I am formulating a, an online class, a long format one, so about a three month long class. Wow, fantastic. Yeah, so um, that's, that's still in the works, and um, you know, once that gets off the ground, everyone will know about it. So. Yeah, super cool, man. Yeah. And Tommy, what are you doing here at Meet in the Dilly? Okay, first of all, how cool is Meet in the Dilly? Yeah, fantastic, I, I was very surprised. Like um, I told you before, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, sort of, I lived in the area for a long time. Um, and I thought I, I thought I knew where it was, and I didn't. <laughs> so, um, so I haven't come back here to a place of my um, year twelve school retreat. Oh right. Yeah. So this is the last time I was in Cataract Scout Camp, and it was, yeah, no, good spot, good good turnout, and tickets are selling out. I've got family asking me why they can't buy tickets online now because it's sold out. Oh wow. And for where we are, and for the Wool and Dilly community, like as I said, being a part of that myself, it's just it's a great great to see something like this get off the ground here. So, yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. now, so tell us what you're doing here. Yes, yeah, so I am doing two demos today. Uh, I'm doing uh, pulled lamb because, you know, everybody loves lamb. And if you don't, then you have some serious thinking of yourself to do. Uh, and I'm also doing reverse seed steaks. So um, so pulled lamb is at 3.30, reverse seed steaks is at 6.30. Very cool, yeah. And, yeah. and are you back again tomorrow? No, I'm not back again tomorrow, no. I'm, ah. I'm, I'm here today. Um, it does say that on the sign, but it is incorrect. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I think you've got, um, got Cameron from Pits and, Pits and Rotisseries Smokers. Whatever the name is, you got him here tomorrow doing stuff too. Barbecue spits and rotisseries. That's it. Thank you very much, sir. I obviously escaped my memory just then. So yeah, <laughs> that's all right. That's yeah. all right. I got you. I got you. Yeah, no, good. But it's, it's good to see. You. It's good to be back. As someone who sort of stepped away from the barbecue competition circuit, it's good to come back here and see it all hasn't changed that much at all. Really, like it's everyone's still talking the same crap around the fire. Everyone's still <laughs> hanging out. You know what I mean? So it's, it's good to see. Well, your your teammates are here as the at, at, as uh, the two point version, aren't they? Yes, yeah, yes. So, yeah. so um, after I, I retired, the team name got changed to Butterbeer Barbecue. Um, they are over there somewhere, and they're they're doing pretty well. I think they. Uh, I was talking to Adrian the other day, and he said that they got a reverse. Uh, sorry, they got a reserve champion uh, at the last competition they did. So, so good. It's good, man. It's um, it's good to see people still sort of doing this 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 sport. You know, and it is a sport. Yeah. I don't yeah. Care what anybody tells you, it's a sport. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and well, and there's it's a triple headed competition. There's the SCA, the Kids Q Nation, and the ABA here as well. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, it's good to see it all happening again. Now, as a as a like the number one top tier competitor, pretty much of all time, I think it's fair to say, there are a lot of the current big teams here. Who's your pick to win? Not just to who win, do you like the most? <laughs> um, I would say you know uh, Lucas of Rolling Smoke is always always up the top. Um, 
I'll be surprised if he doesn't pull back trophies like he always does. Um, but who knows? It's anybody's game in competition barbecue. I can't, it is. You know, I've, I've seen I've seen teams on their second and third comps pull RGCs before. I've seen teams on their first comp pull GCs before. Like it's it's a funny game, and barbecue is a funny game, and you know it's um whatever happens happens in it. I guess, and that's that's we got respect for it. Yeah, so good. Yeah, yeah. And just before you go, one last question: What do you think of this uh, Kids Q Nation comp that's happening just behind the camera right now? Oh, it's fantastic. It's good to see kids getting involved as, as a parent myself. You know, I sort of um, you know, my kids are over it, but uh, I had um, <laughs> <laughs> my son. My son has his own little barbecue, a little Weber that I've cut down to a very sort of stumpy version. Um, he gets on, you know, he gets in the coals every now and then. So it's good to see this sort of initiative kicking up as well. Uh, Matthew asked him to judge it, so I should probably get around to doing that soon, I think. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking it is about time for yeah. us to start heading back over there. Yeah, so I think it's time to get over and judge his kids and make them feel good. <laughs> Sounds good, mate. Thank you very much yeah. for your time and enjoy the rest of meeting the Dilly. Thank you, Ben. Good to see you, man. Alrighty, folks, it's almost four o'clock now in the afternoon on Sunday afternoon. Kids Q Nation's come and gone. Got some great work there. And I've managed to track down Sean Apsey of a Q Fit for Valhalla. First time competitor. Sean, yeah. welcome to the competition scene, my Thank friend. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. How have you found it so far? Uh, it's been interesting. Um, there's a lot of stuff to prepare for. Uh, <laughs> a lot of stuff that you think you need, you don't need, and a lot of stuff you forget you need that you actually you have to get someone in, go out and buy for you. Like a second tarp that's falling apart thanks to the wind. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that's a... That's an old trick, that one. Get the wind come through and blow all your marquees down. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Um, I spent 100 bucks on a brand new marquee and it's falling apart, which is great. <laughs> no, that's about par for the course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's normal. Don't, yeah. don't worry about it. All right. Um, yeah, it's um, just trying to remember nice like what I do at home um, is, is paramount, really, at the end of the day. And you know, it's like my mates, uh, Cam and Kieran, uh, have been telling me the same thing for weeks now. Ah, now is that Cam and Kieran from Flaming Coals? Yes, uh, and that's like Kieran from Q and Up and Cam from Barbecue Spit Rotisseries. Yeah, sorry, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Barbecue Spit Rotisseries, sorry. Yeah, yeah that's all right. Um, yeah, I, I work with Cam, uh, with Kieran on his truck, and every second weekend I'm at, Kieran, at Cam's store chatting with him and walking out <laughs> with rubs that I probably haven't opened in months. <laughs> fair enough, man, yeah. fair enough. So, did you do the SCA today? No, I didn't. Um, I'm not prepared for SCA. Um, I'm just sticking to what I know, which is ABA style. All right, awesome. Yeah. So, I, I saw you prepping some chicken there before. Yeah. W what are you doing for that? Um, I'm just um, tidying them up, getting rid of extra bones, uh, scraping the fat off the inside of the skin, and I'm the jacarding it, and then putting it in a, uh, a Ziploc bag with brine, uh, ready to, to get it soaking overnight. So chicken thighs then? Yep, chicken thighs. I've also got chicken breast in the um, esky as well to jacquard and put in the brine as well. Very nice. Now, I believe I saw your, your lovely wife here. Is that correct? No, that's my sister. Your sister. Oops, yeah. that, that's uncomfortable. Sorry about that. <laughs> that's all right. Um, so out of you and your sister then, who gets to scrape the chicken skin? Uh, that's me. <laughs> my, my sister um, doesn't do barbecue. She, oh, okay. Um, she's, she's here for the beer. Yeah, she's here for the support as well. And <laughs> get away from uh, at home and away from work, so. And support her big brother. Nice, nice. Yeah. Family's what it's all about. Yeah, very much so. So, of the four categories, which yep. is your jam? Like, which do you just nail? Brisket. Nice. Yes. Tell us about brisket. Um, brisket, I use, you know, it's like everyone's stock standard lanes, ancho, and brisket. Um, just trim a little bit of the hard fat off and. Uh, take it straight from the fridge or an esky straight into the smoker. Right, yeah. That's all I do. Burnt ends? Um, 
This is going to be the first time I'm ever going to do burnt hands. Oh, But nice. I've got Kieran's going to help me with that tomorrow morning when he gets here. Ah, right, okay. Yeah, yeah so, um, yeah, that's the first time I've ever done it. Most of the time when I'm at home, I just cook a whole brisket and slice it up and everyone just devours it, so. Excellent, man, excellent. Yeah. Now, as this is your first competition, this is your first night. Yep. Just got to warn you. Don't get too wild with the beers. No. Don't, don't be like me. So the, the the next day you're trying to prep food and you're dry heaving as you're trying to prepare it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not like that. I'm just going to slowly drink and um, do all my prep work now before I actually have a drink. Probably a wise idea, man. Yeah, yeah it's, dry. No, it's like you don't want to be half cut and trying to wield a sharp knife. No, no, definitely not. Definitely no. not. No, so, um, so yeah, that's what I'm, yeah, that's my plan of attack this afternoon is just to get through my prep work. Um and put everything in Esky and just sit back and relax. Sounds like a good plan to me, mate. Look, yeah. best of luck with it, and I thank hope to see much. you up on stage. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, thanks for the interview. Okay, folks, it's just gone 4 o'clock here on Saturday at Meet in the Dilly, and I found a fellow who's travelled a long way to be here. It's Jai from Smokeface Gorillas. How good is it to see you guys back again? Oh, mate, it's good to be back. Um, I guess with uh, everything it was last year, um, we kind of sat around doing not a lot, and, you know, Everyone says about missing the comp scene and that, but I reckon it's more you miss the people, you miss your friends. Uh, it's a very big community and it's great to see faces that I haven't seen in 15 months. Yeah, it, it has been a long time. and This is actually the first comp in New South Wales. How long has it been since you've had a comp in Victoria? Um, obviously, we were setting up for meat stock before everything hit. Um, and that the funny part about that is, is I clean my drums for meat stock and they're still that clean. That's how much we've cooked over since the break. Um, <laughs> But um, I think the last comp we did would have been hazy late January, January early Feb in um, in last year essentially. But then I did take off with uh, Dan over there. He's uh, pulling faces at me, so I did cook with Big Smoke over up at Toowoomba um, last month too. So that was just a bit of a personal, bit of a fun one, a bit of a runaway. So it was good fun. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. So, so what's brought you all the way up from from Melbourne for this one? Oh, look, I guess it's probably the time. Um, there's not a lot of comps in Melbourne this year, and that's a bit of controversy in that, I think, too, <laughs> at the moment. But, um, look, we got, obviously, the one that the Q Club's going to put on um, in June, I believe it is. So, um, And then you got meat stock, I think, late October. So for us in Victoria, if we want to get hit the numbers and compete again, we've literally got to travel. So amazingly, at nine hours, this is probably the third or fourth closest comp in Melbourne that I've ever probably done, too. So Oh, wow. Yeah. So, it, look, we travel a fair bit, and it's actually one of the closer ones in reality, so... Yeah, right. Interesting, yeah. Mm. Now, I can't help but notice you've got a new pit you're cooking on this weekend. Yeah, I've got... Um, Jared will want me to plug it the hell out of it, I guess. So, I've got the uh, Octopit Multi-Q this weekend, the run with the gateways. So, um, I managed to pull that in. I've had that for about a month and a half now, and it's been... It's, it's, a, it's pretty much a gateway on steroids. It fits in nicely with the other gateways, actually. So, um, you know, it's, we've, the Myron's been served as well. It's, we've only took two of us this weekend. It's a bit hard to drag the Myron out. There's not a lot of water around here, as you can probably see. Um, so, you know, new challenges, new pits, it's all meat and fire and we'll see how we go. So are you telling me that you've never cooked on this thing before? Oh, I've done a few cooks at home. Um, to be honest with you, the firebox on them, it goes on a low and slow. <laughs> it goes in, a, I'm getting mooned over there. Um, it goes on a low and slow um, setting, but it also raises right up so you can grill. So I must admit, I've cooked a lot on it, but it's been purely grilling. <laughs> no, oh, fair enough. Low and slow. I've done a couple of low and slow cooks and it, it, yeah, it's a really good unit. So, you know what, we'll roll the punches and we'll give it a go. So. Mate, I'm looking forward to seeing how you go with it. Yeah, look, I think it'll be fine. Um, it's it's meat and fire, and we, we've all cooked, and it's you know just we just manage it as it comes. So, so what are your plans for the rest of the season then? Um, 
it's funny. I think we booked in a lot of comps last year when we could because we were all hoping, obviously, borders and everything would open up. And obviously, in Victoria, we, we didn't get a lot of movement. Um, but I think we paid registration to like five comps, which are held over. So oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we, if Hope goes ahead, we'll be at Hope. I think we're booked in for Kangaroo Valley. We're booked in for Smoke and Broke. Um, we'll do Melbourne Me stuff. We'll do the Q Club. We'll do this, and then from there, it's just if something pops up that kind of suits where we're where we're at um, availability wise and time wise. And so know. that was that was two competitions that you listed that are in Melbourne. The rest of them, I think, are further than what you've travelled to be here today. Yeah. Look, we're not. We, we actually probably enjoy the road trips, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> you get a look, it's not, it, to be honest with you, after everything was last year, um, it was, it's a bit harder to get away from the friends and family, hence why there's only two, two of us here this weekend. Um, things have changed and you have other priorities and that. And um, But essentially, we've always enjoyed getting out and like we've been to Port Mac, I think, three times when that was on. Um, We've been to New Zealand. I've been to New Zealand three times now. So, wow. um, you know what? I actually enjoy getting out and about. And sometimes the backyard's a little bit boring. You, you go home, you rock up the next day. It's a bit where you, you kind of become more of the community. And there's always, um, it's always a beer to drink with somebody when you're traveling about. So, And there's always someone to walk past mooning you when, they're, <laughs> when you're trying to do an interview. Yeah, pretty much. Mr. President of the ABA. <laughs> no, I think that was uh, Dan under... Under his influence. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> we'll, so we'll, we'll, we'll blame Barry. <laughs> yeah, oh, Barry. Yeah. He's got a few pimples he probably needs to check, but I'll say that. <laughs> oh, all right, well, I, I think we might leave it there for now. Um, thanks very much for your time and, and best of luck in no the competition. Problem, good to see you, see you again, so all the best. All right, folks, it's almost 4.30 now on Saturday afternoon here at Meet in the Dilly. We are literally on the countdown to the first SCA hand-in. But before we get there, I've got longtime friend of the show here, Anthony from Dr. Q. Man, how are you? I'm doing really well, thanks. Yeah, really great to be back for, you know, first comp of the year and, yeah. Nah. It does feel funny to have the first comp of the year be April, though, doesn't it? Yeah, look, I have to say I can't complain. We did one in Feb last year. It was 42 degrees and oh wow, be being here in sort of, you know, 22 is, is not bad. It is very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Tommy, what have you done with yourself in the, uh, in the downtime? Look, I guess downtime-wise, I've um, been, you know, off, uh, bought a new trailer, which we've we've just uh, sort of, well, I can't say we've finished fitting out, but, you know, we've, <laughs> we've got it good enough to get here this weekend. Um, but other than that, a bit of cooking and um, just some nice time to, you know, away, really. So, yeah. Yeah, very cool, man. Tell us a bit more about the trailer. Uh, so the trailer's an ex-state um, emergency services van that we bought bought through oh, the really? auctions. Yeah. Um, it was bought during the lockdown, so completely sight unseen. Oh, that's brave. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, was apparently in perfect nick. And when we got it home, you know, the floor was rotted out, the walls, <laughs> walls had leaks, all the rest of it. So basically fully stripped it out um, and rebuilt it from the, the ground up. Um, so, yeah, it's, um, you know, fairly sizable. The, the aim of the project, though, was to try and, I guess, uh, see what we could do for the, 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 the least possible money. So most things have been sourced secondhand or there were things we already had lying around. And yeah, so, you know, it's, it's been good fun. So I'm, I'm sensing a bit of a theme here because I know that you got your, your Myron yep. and you had to completely re-gut, like gut, gut and rebuild yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, the Myron here, yep. And so now yep. you got your trailer and you've yep. had to completely gut and yep. rebuild that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, look, it's been a really... Re Really good project. I have to say, I'm a little bit sick of DIY at the moment. <laughs> I, I bet you are. I, I, I'm ready to walk away from the tools for a bit. But um, oh, oh, sponsor sign just oh, got you. There we go. Prop that back up. 
we go. There's those ace strong tournaments done. Um, yeah, but look, look, other than um, other than looking forward to a bit of downtime and, and not working on this, it's um, it's been good. Here it comes again. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, that's right. We'll get it. We'll get someone to help and just sort of stand behind there and hold. Yeah, it. I think so. Yeah. So tell me about some of the features that you got on there because you got some interesting tech, uh, technology stuff going on in here. Yeah. Look. Um, I, I guess first, firstly, when we gutted it, we, we we had a look at the wiring that was already there, and um, when we bought it, you know, and and stripped the walls out, I managed to find a couple of spots where there was just like live wires sitting there with just lecky tape. Wow, <laughs> tape taped off. So, um, you know, that was that was fully redone. Um, but look, look, a few of the things that we we put in there's a uh, two hundred amp hour battery, um, which allows us to get fridge and so forth running whilst. Um, whilst we're underway and, and so forth. And when we get power outages like we're having at the moment, we can still keep things going. So so we're actually running off battery at the moment because um, SCA-wise isn't isn't uh, working so well. Um, I think everyone has switched deep fries on all, all at once for wings. So, I'd say so, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, 200 amp hour battery, which we, we've got up the front with a um, really big inverter up behind it. Um, there's actually a, a cutover switch which we put in, so when we've got 240 available, it'll run off that. We can then leave it, um, and, and the whole system will just sort of run whilst it's sensing 240, and then if oh, it cuts so out, it'll just automatically switch. So we left it here last night knowing that, um, you know, in the event that something happened, the fridge would still be running and we'd still have everything the way it should be in the morning. So, yeah. Good um, stuff, mate. Good stuff. Yeah. Now have you have you hooked up Alexa to it so you can just talk to your trailer and go, Alexa, cook me a brisket? Mate, it, it, we're not quite at Alexa stage yet. Um, the lighting we put in is apparently Alexa compatible and, oh, and there all you the go. rest okay. of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I guess these are the difficulties you find when, when, when you're building a trailer because we only had uh, 50 millimetre of roof space to play with. Oh, wow. Um, to, to get down lights in. So pretty much the only thing we could find were these super fancy 35 millimeter profile jobs but they you know wi-fi compatible and all the rest of it so um color changing and you name it but oh, uh, so once you get that sorted this will be the disco tent mate we just hit the button and they turn on their white they're good <laughs> <laughs> nice mate nice yeah. well look i'll i'll let you uh go help your boys uh box up for the yeah, chicken yeah. And thanks very much, and best of luck with it all. Mate, we've had a ball, you know, and uh, it's just really nice to be back to barbecue, to be honest, you know. Weekend away and, and just catching up with barbecue fam. So, yeah, thanks, Ben. You're listening to the internationally awarded Smoking Hot Confessions podcast with massive barbecue nerd, Ben Arnott. Hey family, it's 4.30 Saturday afternoon now. Things are swinging. Excuse my hiccups. I was just uh, um, eating a burnt end and swallowed a bit of pepper right down in my lungs. It was not very good at all. But with me right now, I've got uh, Will from uh, from B&B Charcoal. Mate, how are you? Good, mate. Yourself? Good, good. Now, tell me, what was the team name that you were competing as this week, weekend? So, um, I was competing for my team, Big Five Barbecue, but um, I've joined the boys from Divine Swine B&B team. And uh, they let me in to teach me a couple of big things, but um, did my SEA with uh, Big Five and went all right. I think I come 16. Oh, that's good. So, um, yeah, it wasn't too bad. So it was uh, steak, burgers and wings, wasn't it? Yeah, I only did the wings and the, and the steak. Couldn't do the burgers. Oh, okay. Were well, you, were well, you planning well, to do it and then it just didn't come together? or The prep didn't go as I wanted it to go, so... Oh, no. Didn't get to do it, so... 
get it in the long run. Tell me about the wings then. How'd you go with the wings? Uh, failed. Um, too hot, burnt a little bit, and um, I don't think I even got a place oh. at the end. So um, okay. they tasted great, didn't look great. All right. Well, that happens sometimes. And how about your steak? My um, steak I was happy with. I mean, the grill marks came up good. Um, it's just, the, I guess, the, the size that I got wasn't really the best pick. Just one of them picks you get sometimes in the SCA where um, you're just unlucky. Yeah. And um, just got to work with it, really. That's the thing about barbecue, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's anyone's game any day. That's right. If anyone, like, I mean, it's my first one that I tested, and it always happens is that came up really nice. And then the second one I tested out for the hand in wasn't as good as the first one, so I was spewing. I checked the first one and didn't quite work out. So, but Bummer. Still good fun. Yeah, yeah. Enjoyed it. Now, I understand that, that you're uh, from South from South Africa um, originally, and Bry is huge over there. How does Massive. How does Australian barbecue compare to say to say Bry? Well, I guess now it's it's actually becoming a, a trend thing here now. But before, when we first came here, about 22 years ago. I mean, it was only gas barbecues. I've never seen a gas barbecue in my life. <laughs> I um, actually asked my dad, oh, I said, oh, where do we make the coal? And he goes, no, this is gas. And I'm like, so what do you do with it? And he goes, oh, you just light it up and, you know, it burns it for you. I said, so where's the flavor? And he goes, there is no flavor. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, right. So we were over at my uncle's house and we had buddhavors. So we make the South African sausage buddhavors. And my uncle was out there and he threw it on the gas barbecue and um, he started poking it with a knife, putting holes in it and my dad lost it. And he's like, no, you can't do that. You're going to let all the juice out. Like, all oh, right. So he didn't understand anything about it. But I mean, like now, as you can see, it's American and coal and charcoal and wood and love cooking. It's just great. It's good to see. It's good to have. It's a little bit more natural, doesn't it? I'm, I'm in my element. When you, <laughs> when, when, you, when you grow with it and you grow up with it until in and out, I mean, I love it. Now, my pronunciation is terrible, but tell me, uh, tell, us, tell us a little bit about how uh, Bullwurst is different to what uh, what snags we have here in Australia. Well, Budavosh is pretty much 100% beef. Um, you can have it real grainy or real grill, like, so it is... Um, it's got um, a lot of spices like coriander and you've got your vinegar and all the other mixes that go in with it and it doesn't compare anything to a snag because a snag is a piece of rubber and it's rubbish and no one likes it and you just can't go back from eating butterworts to a snag. Snags don't come in my house at all unless the mix is going to cook curried sausages even then it's it's no good it's no good yeah i, I did get to try some of that yesterday it was phenomenal yeah it was good it's good my dad does good he does a good job yeah no doubt about that at all yeah. well look mate commiserations on the sca hand is but i'm sure next time you're gonna head out of the park and and thank you very much for your time today no worries thanks man hey folks it's almost 11 a.m now here on sunday morning the aba comp is kicking off the first hand are coming up soon but before we get to that, we've got Cam from BSR here, a true gentleman of the game, and he's here doing some demos today. Mate, how are you enjoying Wallandilly? It's good. So this is a local comp for me. I'm about 25 minutes um, sort of locally in the in the vicinity, so oh, it's, awesome. it's good to sort of be able to come down to a local comp. I've never been here, and it's it's been walking around all morning, and it's a really cool little comp. Yeah, it's, it's really well set up. Yeah, it, it, it is nice, and it's nice to kind of be out in the, in the bush too. We don't have, uh, you know neighborhoods complaining about noise absolutely and yeah and it's it's 
much noise as you want. Good crowd. Comp teams are behaving themselves from what I've heard, so it's been yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Heaps of stuff for families to do. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a um Rob's done an amazing job. Like uh one of the organizers here who actually runs a barbecue team, catering and competition and obviously uh, an event. So no mean feat and he's yeah, really pulled it off. It's a great little event. He he's done it all very, very well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell us a bit about what you're doing this uh here today. So Rob uh wrote me into doing a demo on stage. Uh, Happily said yes. Um, so I'm doing a Bacanya demo around 11:30. Oh, um, so good. Yeah. So Rob's Rob's provide everything. I'm just going to get up there and show the uh, show the folks how to do something a little bit different on the spit roaster. So I'm not going to be grilling it. I'm going to be doing it on the actual uh, rotisserie. Yeah, it should be fun. So I'm a little bit different, and I think that's what Rob sort of. I think that's what everyone wants to see. It's not just your standard barbecue comp. We want to show people that you can do just about anything on charcoal. Yeah, and the the, the Picanias are always a good crowd pleaser too because yeah. that, that, that fat starts to run and flares up. And... Absolutely, and I'm doing a little chimchurri on the side. So, um, yeah, I thought I'd chuck in a bit of chimchurri so people are, yeah, something a bit different. I'm just going to serve them up some uh, Picanha, um, do some chimichurri as well. But I, for me, it's like, you know, it's getting more popular, these, these other cuts. So rump cap especially is getting a little bit harder to get. So and there comes the winds. There it is, yep. Yeah, you know you're in the bush when there's wind. Yeah. Um, so it should be fun. Yeah, it should be really good. should be a good, good, little, uh, good little demo. Yeah, the uh, Picanha, I, I was first introduced to Picanha through my uh, jiu-jitsu teacher. Yeah, of course. Yeah, who's, yep. who's Brazilian. And he said that what they do over there is they will actually slice the wide end, yep. reach through with a meat hook and pull it inside out, yeah. stuff it and then sew it closed. So that, that fat cap melts in melts with all in the different cheeses and phenomenal. vegetables inside. Yeah, it's a... Um, it's a really cool little thing to be able to to do something different. Although some people may have had Picanha before, I'm doing a little twist on it. I'm not just using rock salt. I'm doing a, a, a bit of a twist on it with a more of a traditional Texas base rub. Interesting. Um, just to get a little bit more caramelization happening. Uh, but yeah, Picanha is one of those things I don't think you can always eat a lot of because it's it's pretty heavy meat. So that's where hopefully the chimichurri is going to cut straight through. Yeah, that that'll be good. Get a yeah. nice bit of vinegar in there and cut through that fat but um i just want to show people that barbecue is not just about low and slow you know we can do can do anything so over charcoal absolutely absolutely yeah yeah so I'm, I'm surprised that you're not actually competing this weekend yeah we've taken a bit of a break um one of the teammates kieran runs q and up barbecue so it's like you know focusing on the catering side um we're getting a little bit more um enjoyment out of mentoring some of the teams coming through so we're helping out q for Valhalla down there um I, I spoke with him yesterday afternoon. Yeah. Um, Sean. Yeah, Sean's a good guy. So Sean's been a client of mine, for, or a customer of our store for, for years. Um, and I hooked him up through queuing up and he helps Kieran on the side. So it's all a big barbecue fraternity, big family. Yeah. Um, and for us, it's like we've, we've done the comp scene. We've got a few of the trophies. We've had a bit of fun. Now it's time to, um, to sort of pay it forward a little bit and um, pass it on and, and help people out where they need it. And, I think I much prefer being on this side of the fence than being on the other side because I'm seeing the guys with like drawn eyes and I'm like, I don't miss that. Um, and there is a little bit of FOMO in me around hand in times, but yeah, I don't miss the the no sleep, yeah, long fair nights. I, I, I totally understand. I I do quite like being able to uh, go have a hot shower and a, yeah. and, a, and a nice cot. Oh, I'm the biggest princess at comps. Um, <laughs> usually the guys are camping. I've got a hotel room not far down <laughs> yeah. the road. Uh, shower. Look, a lot can be said for a shower and a, and a good sleep. Oh, 
Um, so yeah, I, I do miss it looking around, but then I go, you know what? I don't miss the the stress. I don't miss the the long nights, the cold nights. I think last night here it would have been pretty cold. So it was freezing last night. I I, I don't know if if people have noticed between uh, yesterday's videos and today's videos. I actually singed my beard over the bonfire last night because I was so cold. I was almost cuddling the bonfire. Yeah, last night was um pretty chilly, and with this wind today. It's like a wind chill factor of like <laughs> minus 10 here oh, today. It's, so it's huge. Yeah, yeah. Those boys with offsets so will be wreaking havoc on. So a lot of pellet girls here today. Yeah, but unfortunately there's a lot of power surges happening. Yeah, yeah. I and, don't think uh, the Australian comp scene's ready for this amount of pellet girls yet. No, I, I don't think the generators can, can, can handle that much load. Absolutely. So that's one thing I've really noticed, the difference between like four years ago and now everyone was cooking on... I mean, the pellet grills were, were there. Uh, like, you had Wookiee and, and all those dudes still cooking on them. But now they're, like, rampant. They're everywhere. Yeah. All those guys that said they'd never cook on a pellet grill are, are cooking on them now. So. And all the people who used to laugh at the trash can cookers. Drew. Yeah. Drew Bacue, man. He is, like, the most... I think I've... Walking around, I think he's got the most amount of barbecues here. He actually lined them all up for a bit of a promo photo on, on Friday afternoon. He must have had 30 of them lined up out That's there. That's amazing. I think it's a testament to the Australian barbecue scene. Yeah, no Supporting doubt. local and it's been really, really good for him. Uh, Drew's a really good guy too. So it's it's cool. It's cool walking around and seeing like the difference from even even two years ago to now what people are cooking on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially those pellet grills. They're, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're there. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, your stage manager's kind of giving you a bit of a wind up over here behind us. So I'm going to say thank you very much awesome. for your time Sorry. and enjoy that demo. Thanks, man. Cheers. Alrighty, folks, it's now 2.30 Sunday afternoon. Last hand in for the ABA comps, done and dusted. And wouldn't you know it, we've got the GM of the ABA himself here, uh, Mr. Adam Roberts, competing as Piggy. Hey, Ben, good to be here in the Dilly. It's been a, uh, it's been a great weekend, to be honest, and uh, one of the first ones back through, um, you know, 2021. Uh, 35, maybe a little bit more teams on the park. It's, it's really good to be back competing with the boys. It has been wonderful, yeah, and it's it, it's been a big draw too. We've got Queensland teams, we've got Victorian teams, there's even been a South Australian team. Uh, that's got to make you feel good to know that the ABA family can still draw draw together such a big crowd after such a long time. Yeah, I think it's for, for some guys been about 14 months, 15 months since they competed, so it's just a really good opportunity for everyone to catch back up and, you know, catch up with friends that, you know, we, we were hanging out with quite a bit but hadn't seen for quite a while. Yeah, it, it, it has certainly been a while. So tell me, did you do the SCA yesterday? I did the SCA uh, probably the first time I've done SCA in about two years. Really? Yeah, I compete on my own. So it's it's a real challenge to do more than four or five categories. Yeah. So for me, it was I, I just wanted to get back in and give it another shot because I really love the format. Um, but I was going to be here for two days anyway. So I, I dug deep and put the beers away for a couple of days. And yeah, it's, it's been good to, to have a crack at it. And it did all right in the stake. I think I finished about 13th or something, which wasn't bad out of 30 odd teams but you had the best steak cooks here in the country so it was really good just to you know measure up against those guys and i know exactly where i sit <laughs> yeah yeah for sure now is this your first competition since you gc'd in warwick um i did harvey bay then gc'd in warwick and then did Oki, which is a great little event just north of toowoomba yep um did, did quite well there as well top 10 again which was which was pretty awesome there's so many great sort of country competitions around um, this year, so I'm going to try and get to as many of the small towns as I can, uh, just help promote barbecue and you know catch up with people that you know live in those areas and just get a, get amongst it really. Yeah, how how good was that Warwick Festival? I I didn't make it to Oki, but for a first time event in in Warwick, 
just as good as the, as this first time event here, meeting the Dilly. Yeah, so a lot of those small towns have probably never seen anything like the roadshow that we bring in. So mm. it was great to, you know, chat with the locals and just sort of explain what low and slow barbecue is and, you know, how to cook over fire. And we probably spend as much time educating general public as competing sometimes. But, you know, every every now and then you got to sort of put that aside and get focused on the next hand in box. But, yeah, I had a great competition there. It'll probably be one of my favourites for a while because it's my first GC. But uh, it, it's just great to see promoters coming in you know, supporting the scene again, which uh, which I'm sure we'll see a bit more of this year. Yeah, no doubt about that at all. Now, last thing, I have seen some rubs with your face on the bottle. What's happening there? Look, I just um, teamed up with a, a great company called Good Stuff. Um, they do profit for purpose. So they put a, a few dollars back into local communities to help out with, you know, homelessness issues and that sort of stuff. And they asked me, because uh, I'm a local and they're in Port Macquarie, uh, to come up with a couple of recipes for them. And I'm just help them uh, get a product to the market that they can make a couple of dollars and you know put it back into a you know, great initiative so it was a great project to be involved with yeah it's fantastic 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 stuff it's uh, it's been the end of a long weekend right now um, no but that's that's amazing that there's yet another way that barbecue can can contribute back to the community absolutely yeah and I think you know there's, there's so many products that the Aussies are coming up with these days and it's great to see the ingenuity but the, the variety of stuff going out there as well you know everything from plates to put on your barbecue to rub sauces and pretty much everything in between so yeah it's 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 great that everyone's sort of supporting the industry in whichever way they can absolutely yeah well look you've got a lot of packing to do and you've got to drive all the way back to Port Macquarie so I'm gonna say thank you very much for your time and best of luck at four o'clock for the uh for the prizes thanks man appreciate it there you have it family that was smoking hot confessions live at the meat in the dilly barbecue festival how awesome was that i loved being down there it was so good to get down there again see everybody have a beer have a catch-up have a yarn and the most interesting for me was finding out what everyone's been doing in this time off that's been forced on us and it's so good to see that people haven't taken that time to uh you know just sort of lay about they've uh, put their creativity caps on they've come up with new ideas they've come up with different things that they can do you know some people have been revamping their competition cooking techniques others have been developing new businesses others have been adding revenue streams to existing businesses and it was just great to see everybody coming back together and so I really enjoyed that and I'm sure that you did too and huge thanks to Rob Cosgrove and his lovely wife for a putting on that competition and B, inviting us to come down and be a part of it because my son and I, we love going down there and we're really looking forward to heading down there again next year. And in the meantime, catching up with everybody at, with, at as many competitions as we can before then. So that was great and I just cannot wait until we get to do that again. Now, before I let you go, just to quickly uh, remind you of our announcements, Barbicon is coming in July, world's first virtual barbecue conference. We have our free ebook available for you over on smokinghotconfessions.com. It's the beginner's guide to real barbecue, so do make sure you go and check that out. We have our group on Facebook, the Smoking Hot Confessions Barbecue Community. It's the most welcoming, open, friendly, barbecue-focused barbecue group that you're going to find. So uh, come and hang out with some people that love barbecue just as much as you. And if you're on the socials, give us all the likes and the comments and the shares and the thumbs ups and the subscribes and the bells and the love hearts and the, the uh, five star ratings and reviews and, you know, do that stuff for us. It would really help us out and we would really, really appreciate that. It only takes a minute of your time and it, it is super helpful for us. So that is it for today's episode. So I'm going to say until next time, take care of each other and keep on queuing. 
Thanks for listening to the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast. Head on over to smokinghotconfessions.com for recipes, tips, and Ben's own confessions. <laughs>